Welcome to Liberty Revealed, the only show where you will learn about all things liberty. Your host for the show is a registered libertarian who's been involved in politics for more than 25 years. He has a passion for teaching others about the concept of personal liberty. Please welcome your host, Mike Mahoney. I am a big believer in personal liberty. To me, my rights end where your rights begin. What this means is law should ensure that your freedom to live your life as you choose does not impact everyone else's freedom to live their lives as they choose. This is personal liberty. If you want to learn more about personal liberty and get more from this show, sign up to receive my 10-page guide on personal liberty entitled Liberty Revealed. You need to fill out a simple form located at yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash liberty revealed. That's Y-O-G-I-S podcastnetwork.com forward slash Liberty Revealed. Once you read through that ebook, you are guaranteed to be in a position to apply the philosophy of personal liberty. Welcome to another episode of Liberty Revealed. I'm your host, Mike Mahoney. This is the show that puts personal liberty at the forefront of all discussions. Today, we're going to discuss media bias and how you can become well-informed despite it. My guest today is John Daly. John is the host of Undercover Jet Setter TV, which covers travel, food, wine, golf, and innovation. The entire show is shot on the iPhone using the approach outlined in John's book, The TV Studio in Your Hand. It discusses shooting video for your business or creating your own TV show using just an iPhone. Pretty amazing. John is also the host of Real TV, the first all-video news magazine show. He is responsible for Informed, Not Inflamed, a website and new book on how to become well-informed despite the media-biased world. Welcome to the show, John. Michael, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, real glad to have you here today. And, you know, as we were chatting a little while ago, you know, media bias is a, is a big issue today. But the first mm-hmm. thing I wanted to ask you is, Tell me your thoughts on and a definition for fake news. Well, I think I think fake news like media bias is is kind of a a worn out term that we think is something that's really big. And it's 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 really not. Uh, I mean, we've you know, media bias to me is um it, it, you know, everybody thinks it's a left-right bias. I, I don't. I don't think it's a left-right. I think it's more what I call a sports and entertainment bias. The left-right just seems to be something that's out there. Uh, is there fake news? There's always been fake news. I mean, everybody's trying to manipulate the media one way or another. I don't care if it's left or right or, or down the middle. You know, people are going to manipulate information because we are in a for-profit world and people are trying to sell. And if they can manipulate you to get money out of your pocket, and I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a capitalist. Um, but I think we, we run into this, you know, oh, media bias. Well, yeah, the media is biased. Everybody's biased. You're biased. I'm biased. I mean, we, we have different biases. That's, that's, that's the way we are. Um, the, the problem is, is that we've, we've weaponized to me three industries and one of them is the media and we've weaponized them with a strictly for-profit motive. Do the networks that make the most money, are they the, the best informed and do they do the best to educate you? No, 
Probably not. They're the ones who get more people because they're entertaining them, not that they're educating them. You know, our political process is, is set up in a way to make more money to get someone elected, not to get the best things done for the majority of Americans. Um, our healthcare industry is not set up to make us healthier. In fact, it's proven. You know, if you find a cure, that's not good for profits. And, you know, we've, we've completely run away from the fact that in, in our healthcare, 90% of what ails us can be cured or controlled by lifestyle changes. That means exercise, diet, sleep. Uh, it means reduction of stress. The medical industry doesn't want that, or at least the healthcare industry doesn't want that because they're not making any money on that. What we, what we can be doing is we can be putting a lot of doctors and hospitals out of business if we just took healthcare into our own hands. And I think it's the same thing with the media, which is one of the things I try to show people is that, you know, you, you have control over the media. And I think all the politicians who are screaming and yelling about media bias, whether it's screaming on the left about the right or screaming on the right about the left, is all you're doing by doing that is making them more powerful. Donald Trump has has made some great profits for all the news media, including the ones on the left and the right, because he keeps screaming about fake news and they keep putting him on the air all the time. And so it's, you know, are we more informed through the media? No. Do we have the ability to be more informed? Absolutely. There's so many resources out there. And if you act like a journalist, and you know, one of the things that I talk about in my book is the most important journalist in your life is you, and you can control that. And we have it at, the, at our fingertips. I mean, there's so many great solutions in the world on so many things out there. And, and unfortunately, we get, we get tied into you know, being, you know, being manipulated by certain, you know, certain special interests and, and certain people. Well, what do you think is a good way for people to become more informed? Well, one of one of the one of the easy tricks that I talk about is Twitter, and um, I teach people how to set up a Twitter news account. So you just set up a separate account, which means you probably have to get, grab another email, uh, and set up a Twitter account, and then only follow reputable news sites. Follow reputable news sites that are on the left, on the right down the middle, um, follow a couple of extreme websites on the left and the right. Um, you know, you, you need to hear what everybody is talking about and thinking. When I did my first book, uh, Truth, the No BS Guide to Navigating a Media Biased World, had a lot of contacts that were deep in intelligence who said to me, you know, you, you need to listen to the far wacky right and the far wacky left because, you know, I'm not saying they're right, but People are thinking that way. So at least you get an idea of where they're coming from. And so if you set up this Twitter news site, and I say, if you just go through it 15 minutes a day, you don't have to read every single article, but get the gist of it. Maybe the first five, you know, five paragraphs, because most newspaper articles, I mean, they, everything's, if, if it's written correctly, it's in the first five paragraphs. Um, and if you follow that for 15 minutes a day, you'll be more informed than watching two or three hours of cable news. Um, it's just, it's a real simple way of doing it. Um, uh, you know, I, I talk about, you know, if, if you're liberal, read conservative, if you're conservative, read liberal, doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're swayed by the other side, then you're not very strong in your convictions. And it's not that you should move over to their convictions. You need to understand their convictions because it's going to support your convictions. Or if it doesn't, then 
you know, you're a different way. The best way to defeat somebody is to know where they're coming from. That's like, and I'll use the sports analogy, even though I talk about the entertainment and sports bias, you know, you got to know what the other team's what their strengths and weaknesses are to beat them. And it's the same thing in an argument. The bottom line is, is that, you know, we're, we've run into the problem of wanting to, you know, prove our way is right. And, you know, I'm not going to listen to you and you're stupid. No, the whole enjoyment of, of, of somebody on the other side is to listening where they come from. I tell the great story of, of a friend who is really very right wing, very conservative, runs his own business. And, um, he was, we, we, I don't know, we were having drinks by the pool one day. This is when I was in Vegas and he, he was upset. He was like really angry. I said, what's going on? And he goes, well, he said, I just lost one of my best employees. And I said, oh, what happened? He goes, well, she just didn't show up to work. And I found out that she's an illegal immigrant. And I'm going like, oh, wow. What happened? He says, well, he says she was using her sister's green card because her sister had a baby and her sister wanted to take care of the baby. Now the sister wants to go back to work. So she's taking back her green card. I said, wow. I said, what are you going to do? A reporter goes, no. He says, I want to get her back. He says, she's the best employee I've ever had. And so I began talking now, you know, I said, he goes, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about my business, even though he was somebody who had a hard, you know, no immigration line that was going on. And so, you know, for me, it was interesting that you know, someone comes out and, and the way they stand, when you really sit and talk to them, sometimes you get a little bit of a different thing there. You know, for instance, I used to be the whole thing about, you know, women who were, um, you know, who were pro-abortion, you know, but at the same time, too, they, they didn't want anybody to have a choice of, you know, where their kids went to school. You know, so, you know, is it wrong? Are they contradictory? Are they, hip, are they hypocrites? Yeah, you can make the case. But to be honest with you, they're more interesting. And, and it, the more you get to know someone and really what their views are by sitting and listening, one, the world's going to be a better place. Two, you don't want to ever lose friends or family over a political argument because we come from so many different directions. And, you know, why, like, for instance, I'm, you know, do I have a little bit of liberal in me? Yeah. Do I have a, a bit of conservative in me? Sure. Do I have a bit of libertarian in me? Yeah. I'm kind of all over the place, just of how I was raised, what my background is, being a journalist and seeing a lot of different things. But it's great to see why people are the way they are. I mean, I have friends who are identical twins. One's conservative, one's liberal. How does that happen? Interesting. That's interesting. You know, so yeah. so for me, I think it's more trying to to, to get the get the interest in, in in finding out about people because it's it's you know especially business wise, it just gives you a better you know, feeling of you know one who your customers are or what 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 is making people tick. But trying to make sure that you have you know your side is the side that. Um, you know, I'm right and you're wrong. No, I mean, you know, when you start going on ideology, you usually find that, you know, your ideology falls apart after a while. And um, there was a great line and there's a great book called uh, The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt and it's H-A-I-D-T. He's a sociologist at um, University of Virginia, and he wrote a book on why do people vote the way they vote. And one of his things was, is that, you know, we all get enamored with whatever side we're on, they're on. And he said, if you look at every institution, every political party, every business, what they do is they bind and then they blind. Once they get you in, how great it is, then they blind. So you look at Google, Google, you know, we'll do no wrong, uh, except when China wants to close us down, maybe we'll allow China to control us. 
You know, so you start right. seeing businesses do that. And, you know, look at the Catholic Church. I mean, all the stuff that went on with them, you know, with the with the with the pedophilia. Uh, crisis. Uh, you know, look at Major League Baseball. You know, they wanted to stop the strike. And then in the early 90s, what they do? Uh, PEDs? Uh, yeah, no, okay, we'll look the other way. You know, then they had a crisis on their hands. I mean, so you're seeing it, you know, really in a lot of, in, in, in many institutions. And, you know, a lot of it is, is we just get, we get ideologically hooked rather than really looking at issues. And I think the media has a lot to do with it. I think I think politics has a lot to do with it because there's just so much money in there. And people say, how come politicians are so angry? I said, they're not that they're angry. They're fighting for the money. That's what they're doing. It's money out there. There's, the, you know, if, if we if we got rid of Citizens United, I mean, there'd be so many people <laughs> who would be like out of business, wouldn't know what to do with themselves um, because there wouldn't be the money coming in for them to go and influence uh, influence lawmakers, whether it's on the federal level or on a state or local level as well. There's so much good advice in there. I mean, the the idea of creating a Twitter account for just news media is brilliant. Uh, that's something I'm going to definitely implement after we're done here. I think that's a great idea. Also, your point of, about um, listening to all sides is huge to me as well because I think too many times people are really interested in just they want to preach to the choir and they want the choir to preach to them. <laughs> they don't they don't want to hear what the other side has to say. And I think the only way to really be informed is to know what everybody's thinking about an issue. And I mean really if you if you think about it, the best way to solve a problem is to understand the problem from all angles. And then listen to what that guy's solution is, listen to what that guy's solution is, and then think about what you think your solution is and take the best parts of all of those things and come up with what's the right solution. I mean, I, I had a conversation with someone recently about how it's about right and wrong. You know, what's right is, is right and what's wrong is wrong. And it shouldn't matter that, you know, what, what happens is you get um, party A is upset at party B, an individual in party B for doing something. And then later, um, and party B defends that person and party A, you know, goes crazy on that person. Then a few years later, party A has got a person doing that exact same thing. They see no problem with it. And party B who, who said it was okay now suddenly has a problem with it. And it's 100% based on which side, let's just say which side of the aisle you're on. And I think we've definitely fell prey to that. And of course, you know, you mentioned in the very beginning. People say, oh, you know, Fox News, they're so conservative. Well, of course they are. But then CNN is very liberal. And I think that for every really conservative news organization, we have a, a, a liberal one to kind of offset the balance a little bit and make keep things in in sync. Um, but so that's, you, you gave some great advice. So what do you think is the number one difficulty facing, let's say just a, you know, uh, a businessman, you know, he's, he's got some time at work and he's looking through Facebook and he sees all these different news articles that are posted. What do you think is his biggest challenge in trying to figure out what's true and what's not true? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, you know, you've got to take everything with uh, what I call a filter. So, you know, it's like if you walked into a, a car dealership, not to diss on car salesmen, but you know, they don't have a great reputation or they hadn't anyway. Uh, actually some of them are very good right now. Um, but you know, you wouldn't take exactly what this guy says as gospel to, Oh, this car is going to change your life. It's going to be the best thing for you. It's going to save you all this money. You know, you, know, you, you kind of, you put it through a filter, you know, you kind of, well, I don't know. I don't know. And it's the same thing with, with when you're w either 
reading news. And again, if it's straight news, is there a slant in there? You know, do they write it a certain way? Do they emphasize something on top that they don't emphasize on the bottom? And if it's a commentator, then, you know, you got to know where the commentator's coming from. And so to me, uh, I, I think people are either too quick to jump at something uh, or to, um, you know, just or, or just reject it and react to it. Um, and one of the things I try to do, like when I'm posting either on Facebook or Twitter, um, I'll post, uh, you know, I'll post a story maybe from The New York Times. And then I'll post one from the Wall Street Journal, even though I think they're editor uh, news wise. I think I don't think they're too far off. Their editorial boards are like, I mean, are total opposite ends. So I'll I'll post something um, from the New York Times, and then I'll put the exact same story. Somebody has or the exact same issue. I'll post something. I try to post it right after that. So at least they they see different things. One of the really good websites, and I'll I'll give you a couple other things that I I, I kind of tell people to take a look at is um, it's a website. It's also an app you can get you can have on your phone. It's called Real Clear Politics. And it is, um, they just, they, they, they do the same thing I'm talking about there, you know, about posting different stories on there. They also have a bunch of polls. Um, so you can see the latest polls and then they, they aggregate all the polls and put it into to one, like a real clear politics poll of all of them together. So you get kind of a thumbnail. And again, you know, polls are a snapshot of, of, of that time. I'm not saying you got to live by them, but just to kind of see the interesting thing of them. But real clear politics is actually, it's, it's one of the ones that I, you know, if I'm kind of looking, eh, let me go to real clear politics. I'll take a look, see what they, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. They got two or three different pieces there, uh, that show different things on the same issue. Um, the, the other thing, um, when you were talking before about talking to somebody, um, I found that the, the best thing, and I learned this as, as a, as a newspaper, a young newspaper reporter was, you know, we always live by the, the four W's the who, what, why, when, and where, when, and where, for the most part, you can just, you know, here's, here's where you are. Here's when it happens. Um, who and what are easy. The why is always the tough one. And when you see it, when you see or read a story and there's no why in there, it's when the story usually falls apart. And I can always remember a great editor I had. This is when I was a young guy. He goes, there's no why in there. There's no why in there. And it's always stuck in my head of when I'm talking to somebody and I want to get trying to figure out where they're coming from. Ask them why, you know, in a, you know, a polite way. Well, why, why, why do you think that? Well, where'd you come up with that? Uh, not necessarily, oh, you're an idiot. Where, you know, why are you thinking that? Not, nothing like that. You know, right. what, what in your background? You know, I mean, a lot of us have different experiences. You know, I had I had a father who was very conservative, very Republican, you know, growing up in the, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s and 70s. Uh, and I had a mother who was very liberal from San Francisco. Needless to say, that marriage didn't last very long. Um, but I got I got kind of both sides. So, you know, I could kind of see where both of them were coming from at different times. So I'm fortunate enough that I like hearing other sides. I love hearing the perspectives of different people. And, and I love being surprised. It's like, oh, I wouldn't have thought you would have thought you would have thought that. I'll give you a good example. I, um, uh, I do a lot of uh, financial seminars online and uh, I host them. And, and one reason is, is because I'm, I'm used to being a TV news anchor. So I, I can read off a teleprompter and I can get through it really quick and I'm usually one take. So Newsmax 
Uh, and I've done a number of financial things for Newsmax, considered very conservative. And so they asked me to do a financial newsletter for them. And so it was an hour long show uh, trying to get people to sign up for their, it was a stock picking um, uh, um, program that they have. And so um, uh, Chris Ruddy, who's a great guy and I've, I've done a lot of work with him. Uh, he said, hey, would you mind doing a couple of commercials for us? And I go, no, sure, it's fine. And one of them was the Trump tax book. And it was how to how to navigate through your taxes on the new Trump taxes. So I said, sure. So let me read it. And so, you know, I just read the thing. I said, yeah, that's fine. I'm helping people with that. I've I'm recently licensed in life and health insurance. So, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of a financial advisor to some people. And so I I I did the I did the commercial. And I mean, it was all over the place. And I had all these people who are my liberal friends. Have you gone over to Trump? And I'm going like, what are you talking about? We saw you do that book. And I go, it's a book on how to navigate the taxes. And they happen to be the Trump tax cuts. And I had a friend who came up to me who was, he's uh, from the South, um, uh, fairly conservative. And he said to me, he says, so you went over to the other side. Huh? And I'm going, <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, you did that whole Trump commercial. And I go, no, I explained it to him. And then afterwards I thought, wow, I thought you were a big Trump supporter. And so you, you just don't know. Um, and, you know, you try not, I try not to categorize people in, in, in any way. But to me, the fun part is, is, is really just listening to people and seeing where they're coming from. And I, I one of the things I've always tried to do, and, and you know, again, just because kind of a journalistic background and what I'm hoping people will kind of, you know, gravitate to a little bit of journalism while they're on social media, because you do have a responsibility. But one of the things um, that I, I pride myself in was that in August of 2015, I actually wrote a column and I predicted Trump. I predicted 14 months before. And the reason why is I was listening to so many people who were talking about the things that they were upset about. And he was the only one talking about them. Um, and so I think if you listen, you, you'll start like, you know, you talk about people, oh, they're great stock pickers or they're great, you know, they can, they can predict who's going to win, who's, you know, all that stuff like that. All it is is listening. It's keeping your mouth shut and listening. And so it just depends upon what you want to do. If you want to influence people where you are, you know, they got to listen to what you say, you're going to influence them a little bit more if you can take the other side and at least address that other side and then be able to say, here's where, here's where I go against you, even though I see where you're coming from. And it just, it's, it's just, it's more effective. You hold on to more friends and your life's just easier. You're not yelling and screaming all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's important to read um, the articles too, you know, not just the headlines because I mean, there's mm -hmm. a, there's a situation right after Trump was inaugurated um, there, or maybe a month or two later there, I saw this article on Facebook and when you click through, you know, the title was something to the effect of like, Trump is going to be indicted for, you know, crimes <laughs> during the campaign. And, um, you click through and the article literally said, ha, we got you. Um, if you're over here reading, congratulations, most people don't get this far. They simply start reposting the article saying that President Trump is about to be arrested. This is not this is not what this article is about. And it went on to talk about why it's so important to click through and read. Yep. And, um, 
so I, I run a political group on Facebook. So I posted the article in there and sure enough, people, I like, see, I told you, I told you, did you read the article? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I know you didn't because it has nothing to do with what good. the title is about. So it's a pretty good little trick. But I also, I have to agree with you that I have found the people who are the most persuasive are the people who can explain to me the issue from, let's just say there's two sides, from both sides. And because I sometimes wonder when, especially with elected officials, when they're solving a problem, I wonder, you know, did they really delve into all angles of this or did they just sort of go with their own bias? Because like you said in the very beginning, we all have a bias. That's not a bad thing to say. Everybody has that. We've our our opinions are informed by things that happen throughout our life. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're you're going to have a bias. But when someone can take the time to understand all the different sides of the issue, when they come up with a solution, you sort of think to yourself, all right, well, at least they understood the issue. And hopefully this conclusion that they've come to has considered both of those things and answered any objections to those things and come up with what I would call the right decision. Um, I, I, I ran for office once uh, and we had to sit in a forum and they asked us a question and they said, if you've decided, you know, you're at the meeting and you've decided you're going to vote yes on something and a thousand people show up and demand that you vote no, what would you do? Mm -hmm. I said, well, I would listen to everything everyone said, but here's the thing. If I'm ready to vote yes, I've done my research. I've gotten staff reports. I feel comfortable with my answer. So unless you tell me something that I didn't already research and review, you know, no, if it's no new information, I'm voting yes. All thousand of you can, can not vote for me the next time because I'm not changing my mind just on someone's emotional argument. And that's what we tend to do in our country is we have, have like you said, people want people to listen to them mm -hmm. uh, and they want to be the one who's right. But really, that's not what it's about. It's about being informed. And so I love some of the tips that you've given because they they force people to, per, you know, if people execute what you're saying, it forces them to see all sides of the issue. Yeah. And to me, that's what's informed. You're still going to say on most things, this is what I think. And it's going to probably fit with your ideology. And maybe it won't. That's one of the things I complain about. You know, this, I'm, I'm it's no secret that uh, this podcast is from a libertarian bent, but I did an episode that asked the question, you know, is the libertarian party just a political cult? Because they do things like, oh, that person's not libertarian enough. What the heck does that mean? Like nobody's a hundred percent one thing or another. And they, I w it wasn't very popular with people. Um, I got a lot of grief for it, but it is what it is. And we, we all, when you talk to reasonable people within the party, they'll tell you, yeah, you're right. You know, some people just go overboard with the, this is how I am. Uh, and they, some of the basic principles that we believe in, they step all over them uh, in pursuit of protecting their own rights. Um, so, all right, well, just getting close to time to wrap up. So um, why don't you tell us, uh, tell us a little bit, of, I'd like to know a little more about your website and book, um, okay. The Informed, Not Inflamed. 
Well, the book is, um, the first book I wrote was called Truth and No BS Guide to Navigating a Media-Biased World. That was in 2005 and primarily kind of laid out all my, you know, here's how you need to look at, here's how you navigate media bias. Needless to say, there was no Google, Facebook, or Twitter at that time. So I've started writing uh, it again, and I've got a, um, I got a writing partner. A guy's name is Doug Bradford. Uh, Doug was a, uh, a TV news reporter and then eventually a... Um, he was a, a PR person. He was a spokesperson for Clark County, Nevada, which is uh, which covers Las Vegas. And he was uh, he was he's so good at what he does. Um, he has uh, he's teaching a course in uh, crisis management. So I said to him, I said, Doug, I said, I need another perspective on this book. I've kind of done the first draft. I said, can you give me? He said, yeah. So he's jumping in there. And so he's 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 now writing the rest of it for me. And then we're going to combine. It. So we think in June we're going to have it out. So it'll be a book for um, uh, for high schools and colleges. And what I'm finding is, is I'm talking to different colleges and they're trying to do um, like uh, I'm, I'm in the Wilmington area. So UNC Wilmington is doing a tour where they're taking all their communications professors and they're going and doing seminars in the high schools to talk about social media, to talk about that. So they're saying this is a hot issue. So we think we're on to something here as far as, you know, how do you react on Facebook? How do you how do you become a journalist yourself? Because it's social media, which means you've got to act like a media person. So we, we're thinking it's going to be out in June, and it's going to it's it, it it will incorporate everything that's going on in social media. Everything it's also you know we're talking about as far as you know, you mentioned fake news, you know the Russian or Chinese or whatever the interference is uh, in there to try to help people with that. Um, so that should be we think it's going to be out in in June. That's what we're shooting for. That's exciting. Uh, I think that's a great topic. I mean, I have two high schoolers right now, and one of the things I'm constantly having to teach them is, yes, you you respect your teachers and you respect their opinion, but make sure to double check, you know, like fact check what they're yeah. saying, because they're Absolutely. going to come at you with their own biases. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that you're informing yourself. Uh, one thing I've never done with them is push my own ideology on them. I let them think what they think and believe what they believe. unless you know, it, unless they said something that's 100%, you know, false, mm -hmm. uh, I'll correct that because I don't want them spreading that kind of information. So well, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? And um, I'm going to take you, you know, you sent me a bunch of your social media links. I'll put those in the show notes oh, when cool. this is released. Cool. Um, well, the best way on on the, on the media buy stuff, you go to inform not inflame.com uh, or you can just go you can go to the, the website. Uh, I mean, the um, the Facebook page. Um, so it's I believe it's Facebook inform not inflamed. Um, and then the Twitter site that I use, and please feel free to follow me. I won't follow you back because unless you're a news organization. Um, but it's uh it's twitter.com at uh John Daly News. So and my name is just spelled like the golfer, four letters in John, four letters in Daily News. Every time he sees me, he says, You're killing my name. So um <laughs> And um, and then the other one would be Undercover Jet Setter. Uh, your best bet is to go to our YouTube channel, and it's a it's a it's it's a TV show, uh, and so it's uh, Undercover Jet Setter. So it's YouTube.com/slash Undercover Jet Setter, and it's uh, travel, food, wine, and golf. And people say, why are you doing that? And you're doing the Inform That in Flame. Well, actually, one of the things that I talk about in my first book is to to get rid of biases, travel the world, because until you see other cultures. 
uh, you're you're, you're going to be stuck inside your own culture. Uh, there's a great book out there by Colin Woodard, uh, and it's called The Eleven Nations of North America. And when he breaks down the 11 nations that are carved out, I'm going like, oh, my God, you got to travel within the United States to, to get rid of your bias. Because see how other people think I've lived in five of the nations, uh, you know, because I lived on the northeast. I've lived in the south. I've lived in the far west. I've lived in, you know, Las Vegas. And, you know, I've been in Hollywood and stuff like that. So it's fascinating when they break down how what a different country we are and the different biases and the different uh, cultures that we have as well. So um, if you go to undercoverjetsetter.com or youtube.com slash undercoverjetsetter, we've got, we've got shows. And this is a show we shoot on the iPhone. So we've, we've mastered how to create a TV show just using your iPhone. And we edit it off the iPhone or an iPad. Um, so we also have a book out there called the uh, the TV studio in your hand. So it teaches you how to do that. So we're kind of trying to combine that. I'm trying to, the, the informed, not inflamed is really my news side. And then the uh, undercover jet setter and I, my co-host and my uh, co-creator is Susan Anzalone, uh, who's worked with me on, on many different video projects. So we kind of came up with that, but there is kind of that bridge there where I'm, uh, where I kind of bring the informed part into it there. So, you know, we teach you, how, we teach you how to jet set without being a millionaire and you can do it at home. So we, you know, we, 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 you know, we find that $7 bottle of wine that's fabulous that you wouldn't hear about. Uh, we teach you how to, you know, how to cook some cool recipes. We find the off the beaten path places and different spots. And then I'll show you golf courses and stuff like that too. So, uh, so we, we, we do that. And then I've got a number of podcasts on Spreaker. Um, I'm doing one called the Healthcare Secrets Podcast with Judd Anglin. He has written a book called The Big Book of Healthcare Secrets. So we talk about how you don't necessarily need healthcare. Uh, I, I'm sorry, you don't need health insurance to be healthy, and you can be wealthy too, even if you cut the cord. And that doesn't mean everybody can do it, but there's certainly there's a lot of people out there. If you're healthy and you really take care of yourself, um, there are secrets and ways to to become not only healthier but also to maintain your wealth as well. So we do that. Uh, we have an undercover jet setter uh, podcast, and then I have an informed, not inflamed podcast as well. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It's been super informative, I have to say. I really appreciate your time. Um, that's it for this episode of Liberty Revealed. If you like what you've heard, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. And if you'd like to learn more about personal liberty, grab your free copy of my book, Liberty Revealed, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash Liberty Revealed. And until next time, stay free. Thanks for listening to Liberty Revealed, the show where you learn about all things liberty. Please visit the show's website at yogispodcastnetwork.com backslash LR, where you can reach out to Mike directly with your questions and comments. Again, that is yogispodcastnetwork.com backslash LR.